Welcome to Publishing Gribble, the podcast that breaks the rules and helps you kickstart your career as a successful nonfiction author and entrepreneur. I'm your host, Melina Benson. Hello, hello, friends. How are you? In this episode, I'm talking to my new friend, Kenia Kelly, who grew her audience on TikTok to more than 70,000 followers in just five months. But is TikTok even relevant for business? Or is it all teens dancing? Kenia Kelly is the CEO of If You Brand It. As a branding expert, she helps business owners at all stages to develop million-dollar brands. She's also a teacher and inspirational speaker who found her voice by writing and speaking about understanding your God-given purpose and living up to your fullest potential. Apart from business, she conveys her powerful lessons of overcoming fear, self-doubt, and divorce. Being a professional, brilliant businesswoman, how on earth did she get the idea to make what seemed to be a silly, latest, greatest, play-around platform like TikTok such a huge part of her brand? My friends, you're in for a treat. Here we go. Well, welcome to the show, Kenya. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. So my overall title for this episode is, Is TikTok even relevant for business or is it all teens dancing? <laughs> That's a good topic. And the answer is yes, it is absolutely re relevant for business. And it's not all just teens dancing on there. There's so much happening on that app. So much. So I know that you have very successfully grown your channel to more than 70,000 followers. How long did that take you? Yeah, so it's actually only been five months. I started doing it in March when we started going under quarantine, and it's just grown significantly since then. So what was your goal when you first started? You know, for me personally, uh, I'm a God girl. And so I felt like I heard God tell me to get on TikTok. And I didn't know why at first, but I felt like he said that I was dealing with fear, like the fear of dying with the coronavirus and all that. But I'm a very happy person. I make people feel happy and all that. And he said, so when you get on there, it's going gonna, it's gonna to give you some hope and some happiness, but you're going to get on there and you're going to give people joy and faith and hope and all that. And so my initial thing was just to be entertained. But after a couple of days or weeks of being on there and watching some of the marketers, I said, wait, this seems like this is an opportunity for me to get in front of a trend and massively grow my audience to build my business. So what has your journey been like? You know, it's been it's been interesting. You know, when I first got on TikTok, I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I like I was scrolling a lot, watching a lot trying to make videos and I really didn't know how to use all the different features. Uh, but eventually I stumbled upon a video of a white girl who had gone to a black church for the very first time. And she decided to imitate all the things she experienced going to a black church. It was funny and fun. And so I decided to do what's called a duet, which is a side by side. And I like watched her and I was reacting to every single thing she did that she saw in the black church. And I woke with a sleep and the next morning we had 10,000 views, then 15,000 views. And the number just kept climbing and so did my follower count. And I just, it went from zero to like 5,000 followers really, really quickly. And so from then on, I realized, huh, I've got something with this duet thing. So I kept kind of doing that. And then I started researching, learning how to use the different features. 
once I started coming on screen by myself and doing what I was doing, everyone in the comments just kept saying, your joy is contagious. Your smile is contagious. You're so amazing. And I've never had Facebook and Instagram tell me all the things that TikTok was telling me. And so it made me feel good and it made me feel happy. But instead of just focusing on being, you know, people telling me I felt good, I said, let me just produce content so I can build an authentic audience that will convert into my business. It's incredible. And in five months, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm almost, I don't know what to say. Really. <laughs> so how deep is this ocean of TikTok? How many people are using TikTok now? So the last time I checked, it was 4 billion downloads. And I think a lot of people downloaded it while they were under quarantine, but there's millions of people that use the app every single day. Uh, TikTok has been ranked the number one fastest growing social media account uh, app, and it has the highest level of engagement. So you've got millions of people going to TikTok every single day to be entertained. And what we are doing as business owners is we've come on there and we're doing edutainment. So we're educating people while we entertain them. And I mean, I'm watching my numbers just skyrocket. When you and I were talking last week, that was at 69 or 60 something thousand followers. Now we're at 70,500. So it's just (laughs) continuously growing. It's crazy. It really is crazy. So you say any kind of audiences on TikTok? Yeah, everybody is there. You know, when I look at TikTok, I tell people that TikTok is like what Facebook used to be. When we first heard about Facebook, it was only for college students. And then Facebook evolved to where we, the rest of us could get on there. And so people then went to the app called Instagram, which was more entertainment. And now the marketers are there. Then there was Snapchat. And then now there is TikTok. And so, you know, what's happening is that people are not looking at TikTok the way that they should. It's like TikTok, yes, there's kids on there, but Facebook started the same way. And if we jump on the TikTok and build these massive communities, we can build and, and increase our revenue significantly because people are on there for for the entertainment purpose. But there's somebody on there that's cooking. There's someone doing hair, someone doing makeup, someone teaching yoga. Someone is teaching voice techniques. Someone is teaching how to cut your dog's hair, how to get rid of lice in your child. There's all the things on there. So for any information business or course creator or member site owner, this is definitely a relevant channel. Absolutely. Because like what we're talking about is when we're building a business, we're looking for visibility. We're looking to see how can we get our products and services and us in front of more people And if you've got millions of people on the app to be entertained, then that means that you get to do what we call stop the scroll. So if someone is on TikTok and they're just scrolling, looking for content, if you produce a good piece of content for that person that is in whatever age group, then they're going to engage with that piece of content. And then they're going to look at your page. If they like your content, now they're going to follow you. Like, I think the statistics now have been like 40% are people that are 18 and under, and then the other 60% are older because we're, we're being entertained. Yeah. So usually when I enter a new platform, then the first thing I would look at is how can I find a relevant audience and learn what they like to see on this platform? How do right. you go about that on TikTok? Yeah. So one of the things to do is when you're on the app, you're going to click on the bottom side, you'll see a magnifying glass. 
that's the discover tab, right? You can go into the search bar and you can type in women over 40, women over 50. You can type in middle age. You can type in whatever it is that could possibly relate to your particular audience. And then when you do that, you're going to see a series of videos pop up and you can then begin to click. And what you're going to experience is like for me, a lot of people know me as the divorce lady on TikTok, right? And so I can go to TikTok and type in divorce. And if I do that, there's going to pop up showing anybody that has created any piece of content around divorce, right? But in addition to that, TikTok has this crazy hashtag algorithm to where when I am trying to reach people in my targeted demographic, which are 30 and older, I will use a hashtag like, women over 30, mom over 30, or over 30, over 35, over 40. And what the hashtag is going to do is it's going to send my video to anybody that has interacted with a piece of content that has had the hashtag over 30, over 40, mom, or anything like that. And so typically when I'm creating videos that are like marketing videos, I will do hashtag entrepreneur, entrepreneur mindset hashtag entrepreneur startup or something like that. And that's how I push my content to those people and how TikTok will push more content to me regarding that particular topic. Can you put more than one hashtag on each video? Yeah, absolutely. You can put as many hashtags as the uh, description will allow, but it's recommended to keep your hashtags between four and six. That way you don't confuse the algorithm. It's not like Instagram where you want to like push everything out to everybody. Um, you really want to limit like how many hashtags you use from a strategic standpoint. So that way the algorithm is only pushing to a specific targeted group of people. And how much functionality or analytics are available to understand which hashtags I should use? Um, so TikTok doesn't have necessarily to telling you what hashtags to use. Brandon, what you can do is you can search the marketers and see what hashtags that they're using. Many times I'll be on the app and I'll look at what other people are using, but there are other softwares out there, not TikTok, but like other like companies have created them that will teach you what, what hashtags to use, uh, for particular videos. But I usually just look at what other people are doing. Um, and then if they're hashtags like, Aren't, don't have a million views on them, then I'll use those because that lets me get to more people faster. Yeah, and I guess when the platform is growing at that pace, you will get some part of that traffic anyways. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So how does it actually work? What what do I see as a user when I enter? What do I do? Do I just, uh, when I enter the first time, I'm a very uh, new user. You can hear that obviously. <laughs> when I entered the first time, there was there was a teenager dancing. What yeah. do I do uh -huh. next? What do I do next? Yeah. So typically now what TikTok has made some updates. So when you first log onto the platform, it's going to ask you what, what do you like most, right? Typically it's like a window that pops up. If that doesn't pop up, then TikTok is just going to push out whatever piece of content they want to push out to you. Right. But yeah. you have to tell TikTok what to give you. That's how the algorithm works until you begin to engage with videos. TikTok doesn't know what you want. So if the first video pops up and you don't like it, Just hold your finger down on that video and then click not interested. And then you're not going to see content like that again for a while unless you interact with it. Once you scroll and find a piece of content that you love, if you end up watching that video, at least five to seven seconds of that video, you're telling TikTok, hey, this person likes content like this. And if you like the video or you comment on the video, 
then you're telling TikTok that you like that. So I recommend that when people get onto the platform that you scroll for a little while, like the things that you like, and then hit not interested in the things that you don't like. And what you're going to have happen within 30 minutes or an hour, you're going to start even faster. You're going to see more content like that. It's like for me, I have a lot of cat videos on my feed because I love watching people uh, rescue cats, rescue dogs, all the different things and rehab them. And so when I log on to TikTok, I'll see dancing, I'll see tips and tricks, and I'll also see cats. Is that a for you page? Yes. So TikTok has two things. They have what's called the for you page and they have the following page. And the following page is very similar to the Facebook feed. Anybody that you add as a friend or pages that you follow, you're going to see that in you in your feed. That's the Instagram following page. The for you page, that is the page where TikTok begins to push out content that is for you, that you will be interested in. So that is based on the hashtags then? Correct. It's based on the hashtags and it's based on how you're interacting with content. Okay. So you learned a lot already over these five months. Yes. What kind of video will give the best results? What kind of content? You mentioned entertaining or educational. Yeah. So the thing about whether it's TikTok or Facebook or anything in general, when you're putting out content on a social media platform, people want to be entertained. And so if you are trying to get like, if you're trying to go viral, you have to be honest with yourself and you have to ask yourself this, okay, would I want to watch this video over and over and over again? Would I want to take this video and share it with all of my friends? Would I want to take this and post it on Facebook and all the places? Would Good Morning America want to take this video and say, here's a viral sensation we've seen, da, 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 da. That is the kind of content that goes viral faster on the TikTok platform and in general. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And now we have recently also reels on Instagram. So yeah. I do see TikTok like content on reels. So people, uh, marketers on Instagram are adding that more entertaining content into the mix on that platform. Yes, absolutely. And so am I. Because here's the thing, we, like a lot of us before Reels came out, we were on TikTok. And so it's easy for us to pull content that we had on TikTok and post it onto Reels because it's so much faster to just upload it there. Um, and so what, what, what we also are doing is we are we're creating content on the Reels platform that's not TikToks. And because the goal is, when I think about Reels, you know, we know that people are coming there to be entertained, but the dancing videos aren't doing as well on Reels because people are coming on Reels to, to do a challenge, right? People are coming on Reels to see who they should follow, whose content or whatever. So we're posting content there to be fun and funny and make people look at us and look at our pages. But we're also trying to get them to our educational content. And that way they will follow us, eventually join our email list and then purchase our products. So like for me, I've got funny videos on Reels, but I've got a lot of business stuff. And so I mix it in, in I mix it all together because I want people to fall in love with me, the personality, and not necessarily that piece of content I just put out. But you would create it first on TikTok? Uh, it just depends. Like uh, One thing I know about social media platforms is that at some point in time, Reels is going to favor content that gets created on Instagram, right? Yeah. At some point. Yeah. And so what I started doing was posting mainly things from TikTok to Reels, but it kicked into my mind that, hey, at some point in time, a change is going to be made. 
So you might as well get onto Reels and start actually creating things from Reels. So once or twice a day, I will post things from TikTok to Reels, but I do get onto Reels and create Reels content. Is there a difference between the two platforms in terms of how original your content should be? Um, so I feel like with TikTok, TikTok is all about trends, challenges, and things of that nature. If you're trying to go viral, so you can do the exact same thing on TikTok. You can copy somebody and it's accepted on Instagram. Not so much. So if you're creating content and you're copying, let's just say Joe Schmo, like they're going to come for you in your, in your comments, they're going to come for you in the DM because you quote unquote copy them. So on Instagram, it's important for you to create your own personal content. Now you can get inspired by somebody, but you can't do the exact same thing because Instagram people gonna come for you because they don't know the TikTok culture. Uh, okay. So we dive a little bit into the more practical stuff. How frequently should I post on TikTok? Yeah. So if you're trying to grow your account like crazy, really fast, I encourage people to post at least four to six times a day. Now, uh, videos are only like 15 seconds. So for me, when I come into the office, it's easy for me to record six videos in a matter of 30 minutes. Like I can edit them and all the things in 30 minutes um, and then post on the TikTok or put them on my drafts. For real, if you're trying to grow fast, we don't really know what the number is there. You know, I've had days where I have posted five videos on Reels and had some success. And I've had days when I've posted whatever, six or seven and had some success. So we're not quite sure on the success of Reels yet because it's still so new. But you can batch produce for TikTok. Can you do that for Reels? Yes, you can do that for Reels. You can save it in your drafts, of course. Yeah, so you can save it in drafts, but can you also schedule it? No, you can't schedule it. On TikTok either? No, not yet. Okay. So what are the rules? How do I post the more formal rules, but also the user's rules? Like, do I need to be uh, pretty? (laughs) 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 Or, Or how does it work? So here's my honest opinion. With TikTok, it doesn't matter. You can... You can have one leg, no legs, one arm, one eye, and the stuff is going to go viral like crazy, just depending upon what what video is being produced. Even people that have super bad lighting on TikTok go viral, you know, and you can go viral that way on Facebook and Instagram. But because Instagram has become a it's been it's an entertainment platform, but it's also been it's also a picture worthy type platform you know it's more important that you are i won't say pretty but that your content is more polished yeah that's way to put it if your content is more polished on instagram it's gonna do better in tiktok nobody cares they care about it but they like you can go viral without it so it's more intentional branding on instagram yes mm-hmm. yeah but i do love that you can show so much personality Oh yeah, on, me too. On, on TikTok, <laughs> we some of us have have problems hiding our personality too much. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, TikTok really brought me out. I mean, I've always had a big personality, but it wasn't until I got on TikTok that I started dancing again, doing more funny things. That my Facebook and Instagram audience started seeing a side of me that they didn't know. I even had a friend of mine that sent me a message and was like, "Who are you? I can't even believe." <laughs> This. Like my best friend knows that that's just me all day long, but the rest of the world got got a, a, an awakening when they saw me come out on TikTok of like all the parts of me that were just hidden because it wasn't it wasn't Facebook appropriate. Yeah, 
And since the name of this podcast is Marketing Made Human, you can imagine how much I love that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you mentioned that you can have conversations. So like on Instagram or Messenger, you can have a direct conversation with people, right? Yep. How efficient have you experienced engagement opportunities to be on TikTok? Yeah, so engagement is extremely high on TikTok, like extremely. So when I think about some of the videos that I've posted, <laughs> there was one time when I just had a thousand, two thousand comments and I couldn't even get to them. I tried to comment to everybody and it was just impossible because your videos can go viral so much faster on TikTok, you know? And so the engagement is, is great. It's amazing. Plus people can send you a DM. Now, just kind of like on Instagram, there's two DMs on TikTok. There is the, the DM of people that you follow, that you've already talked to before. And then there's a private DM full of people that, that you don't know and you can go into and then you can talk back to those people. So it's, it's still just as high as a, a chance to talk, but you're going to find way more people will comment on your videos on TikTok. How have you used this strategically? Have, has it rubbed off on other channels? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that I do in my videos is like, if it's a marketing video, I will have text that, that, that shows up and disappears. And at the bottom of my videos, typically I will say, follow me on Instagram and I'll have my Instagram handle. And I've watched people come from TikTok and follow me on Instagram. They'll send me DMs. Many of them have purchased my book. They have bought hours of my time through consulting all because like that, that one video connected with them. And then I drove them to my marketing platform, which is Instagram and it's converted. So this is something the text overlay you are adding in the editing process or how does that work? Yes. yes it's text overlay in the editing process. And that is on TikTok and on real. Okay. How do you convert them or draw them into your business? So you are using your Instagram handle you're mentioning. Can you also get them to your website or capture emails using a freebie? Yep, absolutely. So TikTok has, when you first join TikTok, you have access to certain features. Um, and then once you hit a certain threshold, whatever, we don't know what that threshold is right now with TikTok, but once you hit a certain threshold, you can update your Instagram like link where people can click it and it'll take them to your Instagram page. You can update your YouTube channel and it'll take them there. Uh, but in addition to that, once you reach that threshold, they will give you access to putting a link in your profile. So in my profile, I have my link tree. And so many times people will go to my link tree. Like I have in my description, it says, take a brand personality quiz, click here. And so people will click the link, take the brand personality quiz, and then get on my email list. And then some of them will then convert and buy my book or whatever it is I'm selling through my automated email system. And when you're just mentioning that quiz, I love that. I took it. I really loved how it forced me to think. So I just want to recommend to the yes. listeners to go grab that. It's quite good. That's amazing. Thank you. And then you also mentioned your book in there. So yeah. what did you do to promote your book and how has that been working for you? Yeah. So I did a funny video. So at first on TikTok and just on social, I had never really talked about going through divorce or whatever. Or I hadn't talked about my ex-husband cheating that more specifically. And one day I was watching somebody's video, just talk about their journey. And I said, you know, I'm going to make my first announcement about that here on TikTok. And so I recorded a quick video, which just like, oh, I was so sad when my ex-husband cheated, yada, yada, yada. But instead of being bitter and angry, I healed and I wrote a book. 
And so I'm like dancing to this song and then I just show my book on the screen. I point to the title, I point to my name and I just keep dancing. Well, that video goes viral like crazy. And I'm watching all these people purchase copies of my book. And then the next month, I got this report from Amazon of all these sales that I've made on Amazon and Kindle and Audible. And what I realized was that my passive post, like my passive showing of the book in this video made women go, oh, I want that. And so I did that. I think it was two more times in two different videos and the same, it went viral and more people kept buying my book. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. I'm a self-publishing coach myself. So I help my clients publish books and I have never thought about using TikTok. So yeah. I really love that idea. So for anyone listening who are in those thoughts, this is definitely mm -hmm. a, something to look into. Absolutely. So I want to ask you about TikTok is Chinese, right? And is there a risk of it being banned? Do you know what was, what is the, the status on that? Yeah. So they, they made an announcement. Uh, I think it was day before yesterday on Sunday that Oracle is actually the new partner with TikTok here in the U.S. And so Microsoft and Apple and all them had submitted bids, but um, TikTok actually accepted a bid by Oracle. And so basically what that means is that we're like, they're going to be like a partner in TikTok, the TikTok USA a portion of it. And so we're not going to have any issues with the whole data breach. And so they're also doing like a federal investigation and all that to see how to make sure that we're not having any issues there. Honestly, I know this is just my personal opinion. I don't really think it was about the data breach and all that because we had data breaches with Facebook, <laughs> you know, and yeah. so they had him in the, the congressional hearings and all that type of stuff. And they were actually selling, they actually legitimately were selling things and Facebook didn't get banned. I think that this was a, a power play between President Trump and China I think that China and the United States have been at it for quite some time. And then whatever President Trump's feelings are about the people of China, not Chinese people, but like from a business standpoint. And I think that President Trump was making a stand, making a power move of some sort, um, because, you know, I think from a technical standpoint, like you, he can't ban TikTok. Um, I think that there was something going on there and just how like Facebook didn't get banned, but had like a lot of fines. I think that TikTok wasn't going to get banned either, but they had to do something. And I think this is what they were trying to do. So you're not too worried about that? No, because Oracle actually bought it. They became a partner on Sunday. So it's like the USA company is now they've, they've made their deal. And so we're not worried about it. Okay. Some of the listeners now, I guess we have all realized now that it's an interesting platform. It's relevant for all audiences. And for us as marketeers who are very new at this, or maybe some never even created a video before, where would you recommend they start? Yeah. So number one, if you are building a business, right? In 2020, right? At some point in time, you're going to have to get on video because video marketing is everything right now. It, the like, know, and trust factor is crucial on video marketing. And so I would encourage a person to start by just recording videos to their phones, right? Before they ever post on TikTok or post on Reels or wherever, um, but like recording videos to their phones, right? And then at some point in time, I encourage them to record an Instagram story because the Instagram story or Facebook story, it goes away in 24 hours, right? But you at least can record some content to place up there like that. But I would say that you need to get more comfortable sooner than later because we're at a place 
with TikTok and with Instagram Reels that it's like it's the infancy stage of things, but like everything is about to be pushed out like crazy. Like Reels got Reels came out because there's the potential of a TikTok ban, and so now that TikTok's not being banned, Reels has to now compete head to head with TikTok to pull people from each platform. And so, and then because TikTok is not being banned, TikTok is going to start doing this whole campaign and marketing thing, drawing more people in. And so you have an opportunity to be in the front of this trend before they push all this stuff out there, before there's more paid ads, before there's all this extra stuff going on. It's a crucial moment. And so start by recording video, do a story, and then get to TikTok and Reels ASAP. Can you advertise on TikTok? Yes, you can. You can, It's called TikTok for business. You have to set up a business account. Yeah. Is it worth it? I haven't run ads on TikTok yet. I do see where it is beneficial to some people, but I haven't investigated it like, like crazy yet. Uh, but I do foresee that it's going to be like the next wave of the century. Like what, just how we are dependent upon Facebook. I think people are going to be dependent upon TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. I think that small bite-sized video content is really winning on all platforms right now. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because people can digest it very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So are there anything that I shouldn't be doing? Um, shouldn't be doing. I would say don't create videos in bad lighting. I mean, you can, but as a marketer, if your goal is to stop the scroll, to get people to watch your video, then produce as high quality video as you can. You know, I tell people all the time that get a big ring light or stand in front of a, uh, a place with a big window or a room that has a whole lot of light in it um, and record your content, you know, there. Uh, so don't do don't produce bad content, especially as a marketer. Don't go for perfection. Right. Like everything doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to have your makeup perfect. Everything does not have to be perfect. People want to see you and your authenticity. Um, and then th the third thing is don't be inconsistent. People want to see you show up every single day. Uh, people love consistency in their lives. In general, we like to get our paycheck on a regular basis consistent. And so if they're going to follow you on social media, they want you to be consistent as well. But there's nothing I can do that can get me uh, shut down or banned or uh, just not having any, any uh, uh, benefits from the algorithm. Um, so I, I think that, I don't know what can get you banned. Well, someone recently got banned because they were, uh, they kept uh, talking against the LGBTQ, the LGBTQ plus community. Um, uh, I feel like that platforms like TikTok and all them are like, Hey, you can do whatever you want, but don't come on here. Um, like being racist, homophobic, don't come on here just talking bad about people. Like, I think you can probably do it on your own account, but There were some people on TikTok that started doing side-by-side -side videos talking bad about LGBTQ people and people just kept reporting it or reporting them. And that person lost like 3 million followers overnight. Yeah. So if I'm a decent human being, I, I'm good to go. Yes. Just be decent. Yes, exactly. Yes. So anything else you want to share about TikTok or Reels? No, well, I would say that I would encourage people that this is a huge moment. All of us wanted to be in front of the trend when Facebook came out with our Facebook pages. We wanted to be in front of a trend uh, with Instagram when it first came out. And so now we have an opportunity with Instagram Reels and with TikTok to get in front of a trend. You know, people are, some people are waiting for validation for someone else to say, oh, this is good or this is good because they have said this is bad. But you've got to think for yourself. 
Nobody in my community, except for my mentor, Shalene Johnson, was telling me to do TikTok. Uh, and then when God told me to do it, that was it. And so other people were like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. But here we are, 70,000 followers later, and TikTok isn't going anywhere. And I've gotten all these brand deals. And people are like, oh, wow, I guess TikTok is working. And so I would tell you to get in front of this. It may be scary. It may be a learning curve, but get in front of it. And this is exactly why I created courses for because people want to learn it, you know? Yeah. So what can I learn in your course? Yeah. So I actually did some two mini courses that way to keep it simple. I did a mini course for reels and a mini course for TikTok teaching people the basics, how to create Instagram reels and how to create TikToks, all the basics just for 20 bucks. Cause I didn't want to overwhelm people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We will put a link to that in the show notes as well. That sounds good. Thank you. So it has been super interesting to look more into this platform. I heard about TikTok for the first time a few years ago and I took a quick look and I thought, ah, that's not for me. (laughs) And even though I consider myself quite curious, I really had no idea that it was that relevant. And I can say that last week we were supposed to do this interview and your account was at 67,000 and it's at (laughs) seventy. Point five now. I cannot believe that in one week. So yeah, congratulations exactly. on that success. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye. My friends, the time has come that you decide whether you are going to take advantage of this currently fastest growing app and find ways to mix that into your marketing plan or not. This platform is still at its beginning And time will tell if Instagram will be able to win the giant battle of bite-sized edutaining video consumption. Each day, there are thousands and thousands of new users in all segments. I want to stress, it's never too late to join. But there for sure is an advantage in getting on board early on social connectivity platforms that are growing at this pace. So I'm going to leave you with this. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Thanks for listening today. Now scroll down to find that subscribe button or click to go to the show's page. And I'll be in your ear again next week. Have a good one. Bye for now.